Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. This is Maxine Sinclair from Is Miss Max Health and Culture. Join me this Friday with spiritualist Queen Zakia as we discuss the wrath of our mental well-being and how it's impacting us in this new world order. You don't want to miss this conversation. I'll see you inside. Welcome to It's Ms. Max Health and Culture. Health is a way of living and the mindset. Culture is a way of being and honoring who we are as a people. Fuse it together for a way of vibing. Take this journey with me. I'll see you inside. Good evening, good evening. This is Maxine from It's Miss Max Health and Culture. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. And I would like to give a special shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby. Without her, none of this would be possible. Also, I would like to introduce Ministry and Wellness. Um, If you're looking for alternative solutions, please don't hesitate to go to my website at ministryandwellness.com for your alternative and detox solution. And with further ado, I would like to introduce my special guest today, Queen Mother Zakia. Welcome, 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 sister. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And, you know, Sister Zakia... We're just going to talk like we always do. Now, today's topic, we are getting into it. The wrath of our mental well-being in the new world order. But before we even get started there, um, sister, I want the people to know about you. Who is Queen Zakia? Well, Queen Zakia is a... is a human being, a goddess that is striving to get to know herself and to get to know the, the qualities and the great power that exist in me. I, um, I had many traumas in my life and uh, it took a lot to overcome and my journey uh, was long and enduring but I came through it, blessed to do it, and to be able to now be a leader and an example to others. Yes, I love that. And it comes through your voice. It comes through who you are. Um, sister, let us know a little bit about your background with the Nation of Islam. <laughs> no problem. I came through... Well, before I even came through the nation of Islam, I came through the topic of what we're going to discuss today, which is anger, the wrath, okay? Um, Because every part, I was born into struggle. I was born into anger, frustration, anxiety, and all the the, uh, elements of... of, um, degradation, poverty, the whole bit, the mindset. Being because I came into a traumatic situation where my I had my mother and my father were in a relationship and my father 
killed my mother uh, in a rage of jealousy. Being that so, and I was in the house at the time, I was only 24 months old, and I experienced fear, trauma, uh, loss. I didn't even know what was occurring, but with my brother and my sister crying in an unusual way, and in a panic way, I knew as, a, as an infant that something had gone wrong traumatically. I ran under the bed, and I was so fearful, I cried my, my eyeballs out, and from there, uh, we went into foster homes, and I experienced so much pain and suffering through the foster care system. So I became a ward of the state. In so doing, I asked myself, when I was eight, I remember asking myself, who am I? Where did I come from? Why am I here? What is my goals, aims, and purposes in life? What was the reason then that God put me here? What is this place? Who are these people? And I never could get the answers. And even in that, there was a frustration and a displacement within me, uh, uh, something that was not satisfied. And with the dissatisfaction, there came a change. At the, uh, I remember calling out through the window and calling out because they told me about this God. And I opened the window from my bedroom and I called out and I said, if there is a God, and I don't believe you are because you wouldn't have put me in this situation, if you are who you are, then I need you to get me out of this situation. And now, I was only eight. At that time, within a, two weeks later, my aunt and my uncle, who are the bloodlines, came and I became a, a foster child under them. Now, they were Muslims. And that's how I became, I, I got to know about Islam. They, I watched them and their household as I grew up. They never forced me to come into Islam. I was given a choice. I at one time told them, I want to go to where you are, your church or where your mosque or whatever, and I want to see what this is about. And they brought me. And I heard Malcolm X at the time. And I loved what I heard because it resonated with my soul. Even though I didn't know about black consciousness or racism or anything like that, it had the answers to what I was looking for. And I when they asked, do you want to be a Muslim? I raised my hand and I said, yes. And they brought me up front and they introduced me to all the, the members and so forth. And I went through the process. I was not exempt from it. And I got uh, recognized and got my ex. As a child growing up in Islam, we went through a training called the MGT 
and GCC. And that's the Muslim Girls Training and General Civilization class. Why? Because Elijah Muhammad, who was the leader of the Nation of Islam, knew then that we had come under, as a people, a traumatic situation where we lost the knowledge of ourselves, our God, our religion, our culture, everything. And we needed to be reformed or um, reconditioned. And so there, I got to know about women, about my community, about my culture, about my purpose, and building a nation. Born into trauma, as the so-called Negroes we were called, I learned how to be prideful, to know that I was not something that was dirty, ugly, uh, born to be mistreated. I learned about the sorrow of my people. And uh, I learned how to build a home, how to nurture a family, how to, and all the elements that require of a woman, a righteous woman, to build gods and queens in the planet Earth. And I was so proud to see black people, African Americans as we call them today, rising, doing for themselves, not begging, not shuffling their feet, not asking for another community or society to do for them what they could do for themselves. We had farms, we had banks, we had, uh, you name it, for self-sufficiency. And there, I knew, and I went to the school, and I graduated from the Nation of Islam, Sister Clara Muhammad School, and I came out ready to build a nation. Wow, that is so amazing. You filled my heart because really? <laughs> I was listening to you when you said you were two years old. And I yeah. know two years old, you don't know exactly what's happening. Right. And to experience what you did, I can imagine that was a very frightening time for you, sister. As you were mentioned, as you were talking about the story, I, I was like two years old with you. Mm. Then how you were feeling. And I, I totally empathize with that because I can feel it in my heart. Yes. But then at eight years old, to already ask the questions, it's, you know, you had to come in. You were a child, but you had to come into your womanhood very quickly, it sounds like. Very quickly, yes. Yes, you had to grow up very, very quickly. And yes. For that, I understand. Now it really helps me to understand more. People, Sister Zakia and I, we met through Conscious Community. And um, she has come on to the Ministry and Wellness Healing Circle. And her and I would have chats back and forth. And I always knew that she was very powerful in the speakings. I, I'm on one end, but she's way on the other on the end of the spectrum, right? What I cannot finish, she definitely picks up the ball and runs for me. Because <laughs> she is Absolutely. That. We are one. We are and one. I, I run with the spirit of all because I didn't have, the, the community became my family. Yes. And I grew around some of the most strongest 
people to be to be modeled to, to model from Stokely Carmichael, Shirley Chisholm, Elijah Muhammad, Louis, uh, you know, Malcolm X, Kat, uh, Muhammad Ali, you name it, all the warriors that were out at that time, I absorbed them all. You know? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is truly amazing. Yeah. So where, how long did you stay with the, with the Nation of Islam? I mean, you got well, to see. I've never left. I'm still with it. I'm still there. <laughs> okay, okay. You're still a part of that. No, I don't leave, you know. You don't leave your roots, you know. Right. No, it's amazing because what I love, even though I'm not Muslim, but I've always been fascinated with the Nation of Islam. Yes, ma'am. They've stayed consistently, no matter what we are going through in this world, they've always stayed consistent in their belief and held steadfast. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you take no, no, you give no, no excuses, no matter what you're going through. We are a nation and we're building and you, you either come or you'll be left behind. That's it. <laughs> it was no other way. You know? <laughs> yes. That's that's amazing to me. And thank you for sharing that with us. Yes. Uh, so we're going to get into what we came here to talk about today, Sister Zakia, and that is the wrath of our mental well being in this mm. new order. Yes. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I felt in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a shutdown, in the middle of an economic downturn, in the middle of a civil unrest, mm -hmm. and also in the middle of death due to this COVID, and now facing another bout again, I am finding that enough of us are not having the necessary conversations around our true survivalship and our mental thoughts. In fact, I feel, uh, Sister Zakia, that we've gone into more of a negative state. And I don't know if it's just me, but I feel that it has not given us our epiphany, our aha moment to say, listen, we got to get our stuff together. Mm -hmm. We need to become a community. Now is the time. And we're so busy wanting to get back to normal. And I'm, and I'm so amazed how even the people, like I said, that's what I love about the, the Nation of Islam is because they've always stayed steadfast. And what I found with those who are the Christian, and no disrespect to the Christians, because there Absolutely. are some real ones out there. But what yes. I find is that I'm hearing the most hateful things that are coming out of their mouths. Mm -hmm. Where is your belief? Where is your spirituality? And you are the ones that should be stepping up. And helping us through this thing that we are going through, this civil unrest that we're going through, this this wrath that we're dealing with. Yes, yes. It seems like all the leaders, all the churches, institutions uh, are being tested now um, because they profess to be have the interests of the people, but ego has gotten in, 
a new mindset has gotten in. They have also brought into other interests. And therefore, the sheep is left to the wolves. Mm. You know, so we cannot look to them. And the scripture has told us and has given us warners, prophets, messengers, you know, all kind of leadership and words in the Bible and scripture to let to give us the necessary tools we need to do for self. And we ignored those. We want to do we engage in sport and play. We didn't believe that this day would come. And we 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 our ego challenged them, you know? And now we are here. And, you know, uh, 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 we still continue to act as if nothing is really going on. Or like there's another savior of a nation of people that will save you. There's nothing that's going to save you now. You have to save yourself. Every tub must stand on its own bottom. And and I and I concur with that, sis. And let me tell you something. I don't care if you read the Bible, the Quran, whatever, Buddhist behavior just, is behavior. All of the board. And everyone is falling. Even in the nation of Islam, there are people falling. And they're in, in every uh Christian and every uh, uh uh Jewish community, there are people falling. And why? Because there's no obedience. The main one that God says that will be saved is he who obeys me. Mm. But this society have taught us to be contentful with God, to be unbelieving of God, to think that all these here elusive things you know, sport and play and luxuries and whatnot is more gratifying than obeying God. And this is about spiritual warfare. This is God and negativity warring together. Who will be the, the, the final, you know, uh, uh, um, I can't, I don't want to say winner, but who will be, who will exist, and who will survive this here war? And that is what we are seeing right now. You know, Sister Zakia, first let, let me stop for a moment. Um, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to On the Wake of Radio. I am host Ms. Max of Health and Culture. Thank you for joining us with hostess, with my um, guest host, Queen Zakia. And super producer Cindy Ashby. Um, what's amazing to me is, is I believe, and I always say this, is yes. that we believe that when the when the judgment day comes, if you're going by biblical form, right? There's yes. going to be a judgment day. The sky's going to open up. You know, you know, we know the moon is going to turn turn to blood and all these different things. We think it's going to happen like a two-hour apocalyptic movie, meaning yeah. that one day we're going to wake up, the sky's going to be a different color, and then we will deal with it at that time. We are very reactive 
culture rather than a proactive culture. And I, and I mainly say that with the black community because we are very emotional. Everything we do is based on emotion. Right. Right. How we, right. How we are feeling at that moment. A lot of us plan, but not enough of us. No matter what, if I tell you, if I tell you that there are a stampede of people that are coming to get you, let's plan for this. And let's work to get your spirit right. Let's work to get your mind right. Let's work work to agriculture every step of the way. Let's let's work to do. And they'll look at you and say, "What are you What are you talking about? I have somewhere to be at five o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. to prepare. I'm right. living for the now. I mean, if those were the words that they had to say, I'm living for the now. And if right. I live in cognitive dissonance. I don't, what are you talking about? My life is yeah. fine. We're bleeding on the inside. We are bleeding on the inside. We are on fire. And I, and I have a bucket of water and I'm going to put you out. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a wonder that you are saying that you want to have water to put you out. Because it is the water. You want. They are on fire. We are on fire. Our nation is on fire. And that is because of things that have done, we have done as a nation in the past. Okay? And we have not been accountable for what we have done. The 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 uh the atrocities, the wars, the slavery, the this, the that, all of that has to be clarified. It has to be an atonement for what we have done to this earth. Mother nature is vomiting. And that's why we're going through the the, the storms, the tornadoes, the hurricanes, the, all the um, elements of nature because mother nature is trying to tell us that we must reform. And that we must atone for the things that we have done. We always think our ego tells us that we can do anything. This nation tells us, even black folks, that we can do anything to anybody and not be held accountable for it. But nature and naturalness tells us, no, that's not how it works. Natural law. You reap what you sow. And because of these here atrocities that we have committed, memory, which is still in our memory bank, and memory is a very dangerous thing, and that it will continue to rise. The racism, the trauma, the fear of black people to rise and to do for themselves. Why? Because that fear was put in us when we were babies. Mm. And to be brought over here and be be taught by a culture that became our parents because we were never taught otherwise. And we loved them and we modeled after them. But when you look, they looked in the mirror, they didn't like what they saw. But you're looking at yourself through me, you know, and you, you hate it what you saw, but you never tried to change. You never tried to forgive. You never tried to correct the wrongs that you have done. And so 
the law of nature is coming in. You can't tell me now uh, through now you have a, a thing called uh, uh, meditation where you're talking about love and, you know, forgiveness and, and uh, be at peace. How can I be at peace when I don't have a home? When my family has been ripped apart, how can I be at peace when I don't even know who I am, where I came from, my culture, my religion? How can I be at peace when my people were beaten and tortured and, and demised? How can I be at peace? There is no peace. We all are angry. You white men are angry because we're still here and you brought us here. And you, and you still are treating us the same way. You, you have not changed. You're still treating us in an in a undignified way. You're not trying to uh, 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 pull us up and help us to become economically sufficient. You're not. But your meditation classes and all that you have on, on this here uh, 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 internet is about profit. You're using this, this now as you used us before. The whole nation of America has become great based on the, black, the backs of the African American. And we must bring that to the surface because you are being tested right now. And nothing will change until you change this situation. Because every culture that talks about their traumas has gotten some type of assistance or help. Have the African American ever gotten any help? Mentally, morally, spiritually, or otherwise. We are still in the same condition or worse condition than we were in during slavery. And this has to be addressed, and the world is saying this. And you, those of you who think you can be silent and say nothing, that's not the answer. You are still part of the problem. Every nation has reaped from the backs of black people. India, you had your, your country, India, but you came to America after it was built up and, and, and prosperous on the backs of black people. You, the, the Chinese, you had your culture, China, you built, but you came over here and become industrial wealthy. You, the, the African, from our own country, used us and sold us. But you're not saying that. You're not attesting to that. And you come over here from Africa. You tell us how beautiful Africa is and how how beautiful and how prosperous it is and what you can do and what you can You know, we don't know nothing about that. And so you too benefit. And all the cultures have benefited. And all the cultures will be weighed in and judged because of this. This is why there's a wrath and the anger. Because it's not. This is the self-accusing spirit. 
This is not no grim reaper. This is self-accusing spirit. Where memory and your own body, your own mind, your own self is attesting and calling out for change. But you are not listening. No. And, and Sister Zakia, that's so powerful because I believe that one of the main problems that we are having is that we are not making the, to con the connection back to slavery. Right. We are like the white people and think that happened long ago. And uh, not only denial, we are made because we're ashamed of what happened to us. You know, we, we, we don't even want to look at it or address it because that, that makes us acknowledge, you know, our, our inconsistencies, our, our, you know, our depression, and that we are a captive people. Well, what they had us do and what we are doing right now is we have turned on each other. And you, know how, you know how we've done that? We say, okay, well, we can't beat the white man at the game. But so now we've made each other the competition. Of course. We made, yeah, we made each other the competition. So we've gone superficial. And yes. we said, you know what? I make the more money. I have the bigger car, the bigger house. I'm better than you. That's right. Look at the Willie Lynch history and how to make a slave. And how they separated and divided us as a people, divide and conquer, and we it is so it was so masterful that it is continually perpetuating even today our hatred for each other, our distrust for each other, our you know our just anger every time we see each other, we we are angry because of the condition that we're in and the. This and the and we, we're right now. We're lazy. We're lazy. We were better as a slave that had dignity and pride. And when the the, the, the slave master offered you a piece of pork or chitlins or whatever, we said no. I can't eat that uh, or uh, some good piece of steak. You said, no, I got to work the farm for you. If I'm going to take that, I got to do something. We don't want to do nothing now. We want to look up and just wait for our slave master to feed, clothe, and shelter us. Isn't that something? And you know, Sister Zakia, do you know post-slavery, when the slaves were set out into the world just to go on, they didn't give them anything? Exactly. They didn't give them nothing. Go walk off the land with the clothes on their back. That's and right. What they had to do was they had to make a community on their own. Yes. And have hospitals. That's right. Any and so what they what they would do was that they created a group of people and they would come to your house and mm -hmm. sit with you and nurture you back to health the best way they knew how. They were not licensed doctors or nurses, but they did what they had to do for survival. Right. But going back to what you said, we have gotten lazy. Yeah. We don't look out for each other. No. Imagine having an abundance of food in your home and your next door neighbor is starving. Thank you. Hatred. Just total, you know, denial. You know? And 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 the human resources 
was was built at the beginning, okay, maybe for their people, you know, who were suffering and poor and 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 indigenous you know, and uh, uh, needed help, homeless. It wasn't necessarily for the black man or woman, you know, but we be, we got to become a part of it when they saw that it was money involved, that they can increase their lot in this here type of operation. And now it has made us dependent, dependency, like a child. Mama, can I have this? Daddy, can I have that? We're, we're in a playpen and we're just sucking off the titty of the parents, of the foster parents. There is no no interest in coming out of the playpen. Isn't that something? People, you are listening to Maxine Sinclair of Is Miss Max Health and Culture with my special guest, Queen Mother Zakia. And as long as and as long as our our parents, foster these foster parents, are continually feeding us. We will never, never, unless God himself forces us, and he has his way of forcing us to get up and be who you are, which is the original man, the indigenous people of this planet Earth, by which all nations have prospered and uh, uh, risen to success. Absolutely, says, And let, let's talk about another thing that we're dealing with. Our internal illness because we are not dealing with our truth. If you notice, if you remember, since the civil, since the COVID first happened. Yes. All of a sudden, from the very top, we started hearing all these stories about all these people that had money and fame and fortune, all the stuff that they did from yesteryear start coming down, trickling down. If that was not considered judgment day, it's still going on to this day. Right. I wonder, do people understand that it's just a matter of time? See, they're just going down the food chain. Right. They're just going down the food chain because they're the easiest to target. So they're starting with them, but eventually it's going to get down to this level. It's getting down here. And if you are not facing your truth and who you are as a person and who you are internally, you are making yourself sickly. And you don't know right. what's wrong with you. You don't know right. what's wrong. You just know you have a pain in your stomach. You just right. know you're not feeling well. You don't want to get out of bed. You're going to right. the doctor. The doctor can't find anything wrong with you. Never <laughs> dawned on your mind. Never dawned on your in your wildest dreams that you are not facing your wrath. You right. are not facing what your ancestors had to face because they had to deal with it. Right. Now we have the choice. We can hide behind things. See, they didn't they didn't have a, a place to hide. They didn't have it. That's right. They didn't have a place to hide, but we have places we can tuck into. But right. that's sickness. That's not feeding your wellness. Right. And and the the fact of fear ever since uh uh uh, uh the uh wall, wall street or whatever we were trying to build as a nation that traumatic situation caused us to say never again 
when we try to build and then a whole group of people come and just just destroy out of jealousy that uh, 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 this is not going to happen in this country. You'll never rise. You'll never be independent, you know, and that fear was very traumatic for us. And we told ourselves we're not going to do that ever again, which was a failure of ours because the ants, you can step on an ant colony, you know, or uh, the hill in the mound, and you will see them all come out. And what will they do? Start building another mound. Start building. But we, we are not even smart enough for the ant. You know, we don't stop. A bee, you don't stop. A spider, you knock down his web. He's going to build another one somewhere else. You know, and the other thing is that we have not been fed the proper diet or food, mental food for independence. We were taught fear and we would, we, not even in the school system do they tell us about the second person that is involved with us. All right. There's the conscious mind and then there's the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is the earthly part of the human being that resides on the earth, benefits and so forth, and uh, uh, is was ordained to be the heir of the fowl of the sea and fish and, and birds in the air and all of that. But we never took that. We never, get, God gave it to us, the supreme source, because we are a living manifestation of her, and we never, we allowed a system to distract us from our obligation and our commitment to God, which was a contract, to look over this planet, to heal it, to nurture it, and to make sure it is not, you know, polluted, to be the best spiritual person, because the second half of man is earthly and bound to the earth. Bound as, and they taught us that original sin. You were born in sin. Yes. Okay? And so knowing that, we say, well, why should I do good if I was born in sin? All right? So you're not looking to do anything goodly. But you're, and, and the second half of you is spiritual, is a subconscious, meaning under, you know, as above, so below. We learned that from our culture. Our ancestors taught us that. And the higher mind is the spiritual God of the earth. And we never was taught to appreciate that. We were always taught to leave that alone, all right, to, to separate church and state. All right. So we never identified with the subconscious mind of the human being, which is the most powerful and excellent uh, entity of the human being. And when you want to rise, you rise from that aspect, you know, and we were never taught that. Not even the, the regular people. It's not in history, biology, science. And if we knew that, we would, when you know something, you could do better. 
but we were not taught that. No, we were not taught that. And it's, an, it's amazing how we're still learning things about ourselves. Yes, yes. We're still learning who we are. We are still learning what we invented, even songs that were we weren't given credit for. And um, so we are continually crying, sister. We, we are crying out. We're crying. And that's where the word crime came from, the crying mind. You know, and, and, and it's, it's just going through stage at the stage, trying to evolve, but yet there's a spirit there that is keeping them down and making them, you know, making us, uh, 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 eluding us to, to continue as we are with the commercials, with the advertisement, with, with all of these things and forces that are here as an illusion to keep us away from our spiritual selves, you know, which is our key and, and <laughs> to survival and, and majesty back to the culture we originally were. They don't want that. Absolutely. And, and us who are the spiritualists are now the minority. We are yeah. the minority uh, in this life of in this race of life, and people yeah. get us like something is wrong with us. What is wrong right. with you talking that way? You really have to go underground. It's almost like going back underground again. Yeah, that's right. We are talking about something that scares people. It brings fear in them to have these discussions. Yeah. And right. so back to the cognitive dissonance. It goes back to why they live a superficial life. Nobody wants to deal with this. This is why they drink themselves under the table. This is why That's they take, take all the hard drugs because it keeps them in a fog. It keeps them um, disillusional. But at the end of the day, you have to deal with self. Yes. You have to deal with self or it will come and deal with you. And the fact that you, the, this nation knows this, and they continually do things that are continually distracting. Every time we try to rise, they put something in the community to distract us. You know, we have leaders that come in and wake us up, and we get all riled up and throw up the fist and, and, and ready, to, you know, to, to rise and to, to do for some, and they put something else in. Guns, drugs, you name it to keep us asleep. Yes. That's exactly and, what they're doing. That's exactly and what the they're doing. Fact, Yes. Yes. And the fact that we, the women, have never been recognized in the society. All right? Whether you're black or white, women were never really recognized. They are just beginning in this era because the universe is recognizing us. If you can't and you don't, that's not going to stop universal law. They're saying this is the, the time of the spirit, the womb, the woman. The key to all of this, see, the woman has always been the twin half of man. And when you disrespect her, when you dis uh, 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 disrespect her and, and, and look at her as just a sex object and when you rape her and when you beat her and when you try 
to do everything within your mind to keep her oppressed, then what comes after that? She's the nurturer of your future. Yes, yes. And if you destroy your root, you have nothing. So what are you saying? This is suicide. We're committing suicide. Because our future is going to repeat what we're doing. And what other models do they have? We have to come better. We have to do better for the sake of our future. You know, and women are now waking up. Some of us. And we're rising. And until women wake up, because listen to me, the women, they are the first ones that God has addressed and said, that is the one that I need to raise this society. He gave her a womb. And in that womb comes life. How could you, you are the, the most high jewel on the planet earth of human form because you carry life in you that is going to radiate and and emulate god if you have a woman that's of high conscience and does her job then the nations will rise but you you have um elements that destroy the woman keep her suppressed and she is the when you have a home and the earth is our home this is just showing us what you do at home also involves the earth what you do at home okay we are the the nurse we are the first teachers we are the first healers we are the everything to that child to that child Whether and we produce gods and we produce queens, but if we're not in the right state of mind, we cannot produce that. So then, and we have been down, trotted, never given the respect that we are due. But now the earth is saying, "Oh hell no!" That's right. Woman, wake up! Woman, rise! Take your position in your natural seat. Because when your male child does something wrong in a household, you scold them. You put them on the right path. You teach them about why and the nature of what they're doing and the harm that it will bring. But there's no one like a Umi, like a mother, teaching that right now. And the, and the society needs a Umi. It needs a mother. It needs that nurturer coming back and saying, oh, hell no, there ain't going to be no war. It ain't going to be no destruction. It ain't going to be no COVID, no medications, uh, uh, poison being put in our bodies. Oh, no. I am the healer. I am the one that feeds and nurtures and gives them the nutrition that is needed to build the proper mindset. But there's no one speaking yes no one is speaking we are in a fight for our confidence do you know how long it takes to work to build your confidence up as a woman yeah exactly 
Come on now. You know. It is work to build this confidence. Think about, you know, I think about you, Sister Zakia, growing up as that uh, that two-year-old child and having to be eight and not being able to have the voice. I never had the voice. Yeah. Right. Didn't have it. You're, you mean you were robbed of mother and father. Right. So what do you do in a situation no like that? Right. And still made a way out of no way. And not only that, went above and beyond that to be okay. the parent for your own children. Yes. I made sure. And when my I went through a divorce, I, you know why I went through a divorce? I went through a divorce because a whole regiment of men were telling me, you can't rise. You have to do everything we say. You have to submit to me. You have to do this and you have to do that. And I said, oh, hell no. I know who I am. I have a voice. I have a God in me. In fact, I am God. You know, and and because of the God from God, I am. And because of that, it was like, we're going to excommunicate you. What do you mean excommunicate me? From this little circle? <laughs> that's nothing. But I, if God excommunicates me, that's, that's something I can worry about. That's right. But when you excommunicate me, thank you. Thank you for freeing me. That's that's what I was gonna say. Freeing you, yes. So not even in Islam or any other culture of oppression. These women with these masks on and this and that and wearing black and dragging. No, that's not who we are. And the males continue to project you know, inferiority. And even in our books and our texts, you talk about him, you know, and when you say, well, what about the woman? Oh, her? That's inclusive. When we talk about him, we mean her too. No, I'm independent. <laughs> I don't need to be following you. You understand? Absolutely. We have power too. And I want to reflect and emulate and, and, and shine. And I can't do that being oppressed. Ooh, preach it. <laughs> because it is hard to hide who you are when you've had to be in the shadow for so long. Yeah. How do you think that we can live and be the best version of ourselves? Do you know that when we can come out here, Sister Zaki, and be amazing, everybody will reap that benefit. But they know the benefit. Yes. Even this world, we have the capacity to change America to be greater. God is saying you have an opportunity to change and reform and repent. But we don't want to do that. We want to keep on challenging God, you know? And, and, and oppressing and demising and, and rioting and all of this other things that, and, and, and believe that our money, our assets will save us. Oh, yes. You will go with the assets. <laughs> can't even take it with you. It couldn't oh, no help. Right. 
and and all of this here, the reason why we go through my, all this hell, sisters, is the fact that they have changed their the identity of who we are. They knew that we were the heir to the throne, and we were, as God say, what was uh, is on the bottom will rise to the top. It may not have happened yet, but it is a word of God. And those who are, at, you know, oppressed and and mistreated and and so forth will come up and be the heirs. All right. But they don't, they, you, you, you don't, they, what they did was, okay, we know this is eventually going to happen. So what we do is steal the throne. Steal the throne. Now, the whole world thinks it's me. All right? Me. You take the identity of the black man and tell and show the world all the things that black people created, we did, we, we offered to the world and claim it for yourself. That's right. And this is what happened. They have stolen our identity and gave and given us a uh, uh, an abigail, some fictitious person. We don't even know who we are. All right. So as long as we are not the spiritual being which is the heir, which means you shouldn't have to pay for your house. You shouldn't have to pay taxes. You shouldn't have to pay anything because you are the heir to the throne. But this is an economic society, a capitalistic society. So as long as they make you feel inferior, that you are not superior, that you are not spiritual, that you are just an, a, 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 a fictitious entity, you know, or whatever that they don't have to they don't have to you know they could take your identity and they can live live good live good and that's what they've been doing you know sisters Zakia thank you so much yes being here with me today um if you tuned in today you have been listening to on the wake up radio with It's Miss Max Health and Culture. My name is Maxine Sinclair and my host, Queen Mother Zakia. And it's so amazing. And I just want to say, Queen Zakia, I, I can tell you, growing up, I never had a paternal grandmother or paternal grand, you know, on be the side of the family to give me those times yes. growing up. I had to, just like yourself, yes. resonate with me so well because I had to grow up and find my way. Yes. He was told to sit down, shut up, be quiet, don't say That's anything. That's right. Be seen, right. heard. That's right. And I walk around with so many thoughts in my head. Right. Because I wasn't allowed to express myself. And then one day, so I had to get these feelings out. Some I couldn't be the only person feeling this way. Somebody else has to be feeling this way. And there's Absolutely. a lot of people out here hurting. And I believe that the universe at this time in our lives have brought us together in this circle. And I right. can know if I am not here tomorrow, right. that I can go in peace and rest knowing that I have my tribe. With, with well, you know, matter cannot, it, it can be created, but it cannot be destroyed. And 
whatever they do, you're coming back to this earth. And you may not know who you are, you may not be the same person you are, but you'll be back to create more history. They cannot take you, take you out of here. I thank you. I thank you so much for that and for taking this time out. And I can't wait for us to talk again. Um, we also have a ministry and wellness healing circle that we do every two weeks. And if you would like more information on that, you can email me at ministryandwellness at gmail.com. You all are part, you have been a part of On the Wake Up Radio with super producer Cindy Ashby. And lastly, again, my name is Maxine Sinclair from Is Miss Max Health and Wellness. I love you, sister. And I look forward to us connecting again. Sister Cindy, thank you so, so much for this opportunity. I love you. And I pray that we all unite and do, you know, our best to make this world a better place. Absolutely. Well, good night, darling. You have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diane. Cindy Ashby. On the wake up. Hi, I'm Maxine from Ministry and Wellness, your health and wellness advocate. Are you having problems relaxing? Maybe feeling a little stressed? You are not alone, but I've got the solution for you. Go to ministryandwellness.com for your alternative solutions to comfort. Or call me at area code 855-200-2774 to book your free consultation. No question is too small and don't be shy. I'm here to help and look forward to speaking with you.